In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. So when you set goals, you're going to have people saying you can't do it. You're going to have the vultures swooping around waiting for you to fail and just kind of grinning when you do it. And I'll be honest with you, Dale, I've done that before. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Jim Ramos. This is Equipping Men in 10, and I just want to say Happy New Year. So Dale, how you doing, man? Happy New Year. I'm good. Happy New Year. Doing all right today? 2021, so nothing bad's going to happen. Besides it's, storming the Capitol yeah, today. It's crazy. Everybody goes, oh, it's 2021. Finally, that's gone. Like Everything's going to change. Hey, all the people listening to this show know that's not true because human <laughs> nature, we're sinful people, and uh, sinful people do stupid stuff, and just because we have a new date on the calendar means nothing. Although, having a new date on the calendar means something to me personally, and I hope it means something to our listeners. Before I get into that, do you have a man law for me? I do. Hey, and I'm I'm going through the, the one-year Bible, and so I'm six days in, obviously, because it's January 6th. I'm rocking and rolling. I haven't screwed up yet. I'm seven days in. <laughs> I started oh, early. Overachiever. So I wanted you, to get a head start. You could screw up one day right now. you got a free day. I've got a freebie. So oh, yeah. as I'm reading through like Abram's life, who becomes Abraham, I'm just reading through his life, and I'm like, man, when a guy doesn't wait on God, and when he thinks he has to take things in his own hands instead of praying, reading his Bible, having godly counsel, it usually turns out really bad for him. And if we would wait and get godly counsel, have dudes in our corner, um, and actually pray, actually read your Bible, Yeah, I think things are going to turn out a lot better for you. So that's my man law, like, read your Bible, dudes. Well, I just did a sermon that I think we should bring the sermon online that I gave this weekend, and basically, more than read your Bible, do what it says. Mm-hmm. The message I have is the four convictions of a true believer, and the four convictions based out of Second uh, Peter, Chapter 1, verses 12 to 21. Read your Bible and do what it says. Yeah. You can trust the Bible, yeah. live like you believe, and then trust the whole, surrender to the Holy Spirit. You know, we need to do what the Bible says. And I was reading this morning in the Bible, and I read the one year Bible, and I've got a couple other Bible versions I read. And I, I, it hit me. You know, I've been reading the Bible about four, five to six days a week for the last 30 years. And it's getting to a point where I have to really focus on doing what it says. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there's a tendency to learn and not do. You know, in 1 Corinthians 13, Paul said, love puffs up. I'm sorry, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. And so the, the knowledge means nothing if we don't put it to action. So, But that's a great man law. I think, I think the guy, a man should read the Bible and know it better than anybody in his family. Yeah, and, and guys, if you want to listen to that podcast, it's actually on our website already, and it's uh, under uh, sermons. So if you go on our website, you can find that, and you can listen to it. So it's it's not a podcast though it's a it's That's a message. A sermon message, yes. Okay, so maybe we might want to put that on the podcast so the guys can listen to. I'll put to the it. link on there. Okay, all right, great. Yeah, guys, that's a great message. So are you a true believer? Go check it out. Anyway, hey, guys, I want to get into what I call smart goals. You know, guys make it up. Even Dale, just earlier we were doing your annual evaluation, and your goals, some of the goals were like, those aren't goals. You know, so Yeah, I so, said that. Yeah, so, <laughs> guys, when you set goals for the new year, and I'm a huge fan of goals for the new year. The last 30 years I've been driving my life with goals. In fact, this morning my son James said, Dad, I'm going to send you over my goals for the year. Can you look at them? I'm like, dude, that's cool, man. My 26-year-old kid is goal-driven and doing his thing. And the key with goals, guys, is are your goals smart or are they stupid? Stupid goals will not be fulfilled. Smart goals will. Now, every year across the world, billions of people set New Year's resolutions but very few last more than a couple weeks. In other words, most fall victim to abstract dreams, attrition, and lack of the 66-day average needed to form a habit. Most New Year's resolutions, in fact, 80% of New Year's resolutions fail before Valentine's. Mm. According to Comres poll, 71% of New Year's resolutions revolve around weight loss and fitness, which both you and I have those goals. I have a five-year goal called six-pack at 60. Oh. Six-pack at 60, anyway. Because uh, usually I can only get through four beers. Yeah, you already have a six-pack. I'm like pack, a one though. beer and done. So yeah. six-pack. No, I'm just kidding. Just anyway, six-pack abs. Anyway, the next most common resolutions, 47% focus on improving physical health, eating better, uh, learning new skills and hobbies, practicing self-care, spending more time with family and friends follow at an appro- approximate 15% each. So many of these dreams fail, Dale, simply because the goals have not been set properly. But with right coaching, your goals will be achieved in 2021. And I'm pleased to share a time-tested method to achieve transformation and to exp- to accomplish your dream and turn those dreams into goals and those goals into reality. That's the goal. That's the goal of this podcast. To take your dreams, turn them into goals and your goals into reality. But there has to be a bridge between dreams and goals, goals and reality. So, I want to say this. You know, we've been reading the one-year Bible, right? Well, in Genesis chapter 15, we see uh God and Abram, Abram at the time forming a covenant. And Abram sacrifices animals, and he fillets them in half, according to Jeremiah 20, uh, 34, 18, is a great reference for this. He cuts them in half, and the, what, they, what they do when they form a covenant in the Old Testament, they would walk between the, between the filleted animals, and they would shout curses and blessings if the covenant is broken or fulfilled type of thing. Mm-hmm. So in Genesis chapter 15, verses 10, 11, it says this, So Abram presented all these to him, God, and killed them. Then he cut each animal down the middle and laid the halves side by side. He did not, however, cut the birds in half. Some Then it says, the next line says this, Some vultures swooped down to eat the carcasses, but Abram chased them away. 
And here's what I want to tell guys who are goal setting. When you set goals, I'm telling you the vultures are going to start circling. Mm, I am good. telling you the chickens are going to start clucking because it, it's hard to soar like an eagle when you're living a bunch of freaking chickens. And I'm going to tell you what. In Oregon, we crab all the time on the coast of Oregon. And if you get one crab in the basket, every other crab will stay in the basket because the crabs pull the crabs in. It's called the crab basket mentality. So when you set goals, you're going to have people saying, you can't do it. You're going to have the vultures swooping around waiting for you to fail and just kind of grinning when you do it. And I'll be honest with you, Dale, I've done that before. Oh, they'll never do that, you know, hoping they don't type of thing. And that's a crab basket mentality. That's a chicken clucking. That's a, a vulture mentality. So, guys, when you set goals and when you set smart goals, you are going to see great things happen, And you, but be ready for the vultures. Now, vulture could be your spouse. It could be your best friend. It could be your pastor. We don't know who that vulture is going to be, but you want to soar with eagles, you got to find eagles. You want to run with horses, Jeremiah 12, 5, you need to find horses. So here are is what a SMART goal is. Ready? SMART goals, very simple, guys. S-M-A-R-T, five fingers on your hand, five things. Spell the word SMART. First of all, your goal must be specific. So, Dale, your goal about the Bible is what? Give me your specific goal. Read the entire Bible in a year. So you're going to read the Bible in an entire year, which I think is a great goal. I'm doing that. I do it every other year. I think a man should do this regularly. I've read through the whole Bible... Oh, dude, 25 times. I mean, it's been a pretty good staple in my diet. So so that's a specific goal, Dale. Specific, S. It needs to be specific. I'm going to read the Bible in an entire year. So that's great. So M, your the next letter, M, your goals must be measurable. So how do you measure your goal? Uh, if I'm on task for that day, if I'm on day six, I should be reading day six. And if so, I'm not, then I'm off. Yeah, and yours is easy. Did you yeah. read the Bible? By December 31st last year, have you read the whole Bible? Right. You know, in, in two weeks, you know, or on, on, on January 28th, are you on January 28th? <laughs> you know, it's very, the, the yeah. one-year Bible is a fun goal to have because you can actually, the metrics are daily. They're very easy to follow. So it's a great, great goal. So is it measurable? The next one, A, is this goal attainable? Is it possible that you can do it? I might have a goal and I say, hey, Dale, by next year, at this time, I'm going to be a Marine. Well, that's not attainable because the Marines don't take anybody into their into, into the Corps in, if you're over 30, 29. Dang it. It's impossible. Or I could say, I'm going to go back to work and be a, a pilot. Oh, really? Or, you know, there are certain goals that are not attainable because of my age, because of health, because of whatever. So is it attainable? And very similar to A, attainable, is R. So those will often be grouped together. They're, they're very, very similar. So not only is it attainable, but R, is your goal realistic? I, I'm so tired, bro. I'm so tired. And you've heard me say this for your Christian cliches. Well, with God, all things are possible. Oh, really? Really? You're going to go from 6'1 to 5'8? I mean, is that possible? I mean, let's be real here, dude. I mean, are you going to go from a 90 IQ to a 140? I mean, we need to be really we need to be really honest with ourselves here and say, am I? I mean, I can become. I I think a six pack at 60. I think that is attainable for me. With my body type, I think it's attainable. But am I going to go run a marathon with my body type? 
Heck no. Mm-mm. No. It's not it's not attainable. So we have to be very realistic about who we are and who God has made us to be. And we need to be okay with that. Part of being your best version is understanding what that version is and walking into that version. You know, one of the things I want to do is I want to, about eight years ago, I hit three sets of 10 on 225 of the bench, 20 reps. So three sets of, I'm sorry, three sets of 20 reps with 225 in the bench press. My last set was 24 reps. My son James was spotting me. Wow. At 55, it's a little different, but I would still like to get to 20 reps with 225 at 55. Right now, if if I had a bunch of people around me, a lot of adrenaline going, I bet I could pop out. I bet I could hit close to 15 right now. So th- these are, but but that's my body type, right? I'm not going to go run a six minute mile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have. It must be specific. It must be measurable. It must be attainable and realistic. And the last one, T, is it must be time sensitive. So your one-year Bible, is that time sensitive? Yep, I only have 365 days to do it. It's time sensitive, right? So so when I said, when I said I've got a couple goals I've set, and I have to be very careful about making them time sensitive, right? So I want to I lose 30 pounds in a year, and I want to keep it off. And so I've changed my diet. I've done different things. But the whole deal is next year at this time, am I 30 pounds lighter? I'm not concerned about being 30 pounds lighter in March or April. So a fad diet is off the table for me, right? <laughs> I want to be 30 pounds lighter next year at this time. So, guys, I hope this helps you. Uh, we really want you to walk in your best version. Man, do not shrink back from your goals. Embrace them. Lean into them. You've got this. Make them specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-sensitive. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Men in Arena podcast, Equipping Men in 10. That's it for now. Dale, drive us home. Yeah, guys, we want you to head on over to meninarena.org and get your free book. And also, we'd love for you to leave us a positive review. If you can't figure out how to do that on your podcast app, just go and email us at info at meninarena.org, and we would love to hear from you. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.